You're listening to Equipping Kingdom Kids. My name is Becky Fisher, and this is a podcast for both spirit-filled parents and children's ministry leaders who are interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is episode number 13, True Stories of Kids Doing Signs, Wonders, and Miracles, Part 2. This is the second half of an interview with missionary Michelle Welburn from Argentina and her amazing true stories about kids. My, my daughter, when we were living in Costa Rica for language school, we went um, into a jungle and we went door to door asking for um, if anyone had anything they wanted us to pray for. And uh, we knocked on one door and my daughter was six at the time. And a, lady, a little kid answers the door and they said, why don't you pray for my mom? And, and she was in a wheelchair. And, you know, as an adult, you're going, um, doesn't anyone have a cough? My daughter Lexi's like, I want to play for the lady in the wheelchair. And I'm going, of course you do. <laughs> and so, um, so I remember that she went out, prayed for the lady and we saw nothing and we're going, Oh, so we leave. And as we get to the next door to knock on the door, um, the little kid comes running and goes, you got to see my mom. She's jumping on the couch. And like, so we went back. And the lady's jumping up all over the place and jumping up and down. And my daughter, she said, see, I told you the Lord would heal her. And it was really cool because we did an outdoor crusade and um, the lady's whole family came. And several members got saved because of that spectacle of a little girl praying for a a lady in a wheelchair, got healed, and people came to know Jesus. Unbelievable. That is absolutely fantastic. I know you're just full of these stories. Um, you said that uh, when I was with you a couple years ago uh, in El Salvador teaching for your dad, the last day of the conference, I was exhausted. You guys wore me out. And you were going to go out with a bunch of kids that day. You were going to be out all day long in the streets ministering to people, evangelizing and praying for the sick and all the rest of it. And I was just too tired to go along with you. Um, and so, um, uh, because it was going to be all day long, I'm thinking, oh my goodness, I'm not as young as I used to be. Um, but anyway, uh, you came back and started telling me stories, Michelle, and it absolutely blew me away. Do you remember those stories? Because one of the stories that I remember, and there was a whole bunch of stuff, but one of the stories I remember was something about a witch. Do you remember that? Yeah. And um, well, it's really cool when kids operate in the supernatural, but it's really cool when a, an adult starts understanding what God can do. And usually the adult starts learning when the kids start getting excited. And so we were with kids and adults, but we went to um, uh, this one um, community and they asked us to go pray for, to go in the house. And that starts getting kind of crazy, but we went in the house with adults, not just kids, with adults. And um, the guy, he started saying that he was one of the major um, warlocks in the community. And he was telling all these stories that were kind of creepy. And um, the Lord just began to give words of knowledge to the kids and to the leaders that were there. And they began to just say, are you doing this? Have you done this? Have you?" And the guy's like, how do you know this much about me? And they're like, it's not us. God knows. And so the, the Lord began to put the nuggets of truth in the, the kids' hearts. To, to talk to this guy and the guy he um started weeping and he's and he was getting tormented and they prayed over him and um they actually had him uh destroy all of the the things that he used um to do witchcraft and 
and they were there and they were like nervous, but at the same time, full of the authority of God. And they saw God move in a powerful way. And I remember we went to go talk to some gang members and one of the, the leaders that was with me goes, Michelle, I want to operate in the supernatural. I want a word of knowledge. And I said, okay, I want you to pray real quick and then go talk to the gang members. And I don't want you to do anything that you would normally do. I want you to pray, ask for a word and go. And so it was just really cool because um, all of a sudden the, the, this guy starts talking to them and he's trying to, to get their attention. And they were just like not even answering. And then all of a sudden the guy that starts talking goes, Edwin, I'm telling you to listen to me. And they go, how do you know my name? It was just really cool. And so, um, and then the guy's like, I can't believe I just said that. And so he singles them out. He goes up and they start praying. And because the Lord had given him that word of knowledge, then um, he was able to win that guy to Jesus. Wow. And there were so many testimonies that day. There was a lot. Uh, he, um, did he renounce his witchcraft then? Did he renounce the witchcraft and all of that kind of stuff? Amazing. Amazing. Okay. Come on. I'm, I'm, you're, you're feeding my, you're feeding my uh, vision here. And, um, well, I was, um, I was preaching at a, at a camp in El Salvador and a lady had come forward. One of the kids leaders came up forward and she had a a rib that was deformed. It literally still stood out. The rib cage was like weird, deformed. And as we began, um, I told some kids to go pray for the, for the lady. And as they began to pray for the lady, they felt in their hand that all, all their faces were like, oh, because they felt the rib move back into place. And they were like, oh, my goodness. And um, th- that was really cool. And my, my daughter last summer, she was in El Salvador. And they had been asked to go to this community at the top of a mountain. And she's like, I can't go all the way top of the mountain. What if there's nobody there? And their team went to the top of the mountain. And it was just one family. And they had a baby in their arms who was covered in this, like, um, it was like bites, but they had been infected. And they were just like, um, really, really, really all over the place and, and, and really scary looking. And as my daughter begins to sing over her, all of the, the bites are disappearing. And my daughter was like, oh my goodness, they're disappearing. And she was really, really excited. And um, one time with my, my son, I mean, I teach uh, kids to operate in the supernatural, but I teach my kids too. And my son, we were in the States last year at Chick-fil-A. And I remember he's like, I want to see a miracle at Chick-fil-A. And, he, and so we were praying and I was like, Lord, you. And so Lord gave me a word of knowledge for a lady with the neck problem. And so we go and she was an employee there. And we go, and I said, can I pray for you? And I began to pray for her. My son begins to pray for her that she'd be healed. And all of a sudden, the Lord healed her at Chick-fil-A. That was pretty cool. Nope. And um, there was um, uh, a lady um, that I'm reading my notes here. Yeah, no problem. Uh, there, was, there was this other church service that we went to. And a lot of times, I go with the big uh, team. And sometimes I'm alone with my family. And so I'll call up all the kids and the teenagers to be my prayer team and line them up. And so all the kids I have never even met before. And so I line them up and I just said, do you believe Jesus can use you? And then I had the people come up and these kids are going, oh my word, I don't know. But this one seven-year-old prays for her dad. His dad, her dad's back was out of, out of alignment. It had been um, just uh, out of alignment. And the late, the little seven-year-old begins to pray for her, for this, for, I think it was her dad actually. And, and all of a sudden they all heard the bone snap back in place. And the little girl was like freaked out. And the dad goes, did you hear that? Did you hear that? 
and it was just, it was really cool to see God just do that. And um, I was talking to this uh, girl today, and she was telling me, I said, when did you see your first miracle? And she said, I was sick. And I said, what did you do? And she said, uh, I prayed with my grandpa. He would always take me to learn how to pray for the sick. And she said that I prayed for this deaf mute, um, this lady that was deaf mute. And she said, and the lady got healed. And she's like, I believe God can do anything. And, you know, you start training. And she's on my staff. And, and she she's really funny. And she told me this week that a neighbor of hers came by and said that his son had died. And I go, oh, my goodness. And, and I kept thinking she was going to tell me that he she went and prayed for him. And she was the guy was raised from the dead. And she went to go pray for him. And she's like, what would Michelle do? And she goes, she'd pray for her to... To, to be healed and stand up and be alive. And she goes, I prayed. But I said, did the, did the boy stand up? And she goes, no. And I said, I said, but thank you for going. How many dead people have you prayed for? And she said, six. And I said, thank you for going to pray for the sixth one. Amen. Because that takes a lot to know that Jesus can do it. And whether he does it right in front of you or if he doesn't, then God can still get the glory. That's right. Um, I'll tell you uh, what. There, I'll tell you what. You're never going to raise the dead unless you try, (laughs) you know, so kudos to that person for even having the boldness to try it. Yep. And, um, this, this other story that I heard today was this, this team, they were so fired up to go pray for miracles and, um, they, uh, they just believed and, uh, right before they went, one of the, one of the kids got sick, had to go to the hospital and they just, they were like, no, in the name of Jesus. And the Lord healed the kid. They went, he got to go on the trip to go find miracles. And they went to this, this, um, the street, the, the streets to go do some programs on the streets, spectacle evangelism. And, um, and these kids were so excited and they saw a lady in a wheelchair wow. and they were like, Oh my goodness, we're going to pray for her. And the leader of the team said the same thing I said, Oh my goodness, that, you know, you start thinking, yes, God can do anything, but the kids are sure of it. That's why it's so fun. Yeah. Because they are just sure. And so they go up to this lady and they're praying. And the leader, she she was telling me the story today. And she said, I was just upset because the lady was like not responsive at all. And the kids are like praying and weeping and worshiping the Lord and, and nothing. And so the leader goes, she said, but she goes, why aren't you saying anything? You need to be praying, asking God to heal you. Why aren't you saying anything? And there was no response. And the leader goes, I was getting so angry. And she goes, you got to say, I want to be healed. Say it. I want. And then she hears this voice go, I want to be healed. And she goes, say it louder. And she goes, I want to be healed. And all of a sudden, the family members started running over there. And they go, uh, and and the the late the leader goes what what does this lady have? And as she's talking to the family members, the kids get the lady to stand up, and they have her walking back and forth. And and all of a sudden, the the family member tells the leader, "My mom hasn't spoken in years. Oh my! She's been she's been um she had a stroke and hasn't been able to speak for years. So you're asking the Lord for a miracle, and the actual miracle, first miracle." Well, she's saying, I want Jesus to heal me. And so that was just a crazy story. And then the leader told me, she goes, I felt so embarrassed because I don't know if I had known the problem, if I would have been so bold and yep. saying, speak. Yeah. And I just thought that was a pretty cool teaching moment 
to say, you know, uh, childlike faith, we need it. And yes. we need to just just be able to have that boldness to speak. That's incredible. Um, That's incredible. Give me a couple of more stories, and then I have some questions for you. <laughs> oh, there's so many stories. This happened just in January. We were in Honduras before this coronavirus quarantine. And uh, we were up in Honduras with a group of, of kids and they were just wanting to see miracles. And it was a group of, of kids from El Salvador, from Peru, from, oh, from all different places. And they were praying and they did a miracle crusade. And this lady who had cataracts on her eyes, they literally saw the cataracts just disappear and the lady was able to see. Wow. There was another one that had just had an operation on their clavicle bone and it was actually kind of uh, swollen still. They began to pray. The pain went away and the swelling went down. And there was just miracle after miracle happening. And, uh, and, and it's just, it was just so cool to see the kids. And so what are, this is not inside the four walls of a church. This stuff is happening out on the streets. Yeah. Okay. It, it, would you say yeah. that that's a key issue right there? Yes. That you take kids yes. out on the streets. That's where the miracles yes. happen. Yes. Okay. We see a lot of we see a lot of miracles on the streets. We see them in the church services. We do church services as well, but but it's just it's really cool when the kids start getting activated. Last year I took a team to Brazil. We had thirty eight kids. When I say kids, they're like nine to fourteen and uh preteens and teens and, and uh we took them on the streets of Brazil. And I just challenged them the first day. Okay, you have two days to find 100 miracles. And they were so stressed out because I was there. I gave them their first speech. And then I was with them for that day. And then I left to go visit some other teams. And I came back um, on, the, on the last day. I think it was three days. And I came back on the last day. And I said, kids, did you find the 100 miracles? And they were like, Michelle, we've seen death ears open we saw a guy that was blind see we saw a guy stand up that hadn't been able to walk in a year we saw and they start listening and they go we only saw 95 we couldn't get to 100 <laughs> and i was going 95 is pretty good and they were, oh but they were so bummed that they didn't get to that 100 mark oh man and it's just, that part was really cool because they were just so motivated wow. and and i have a group of kids right now they're using instagram to do healing services and right now they're using this no time. And I, I was a guest speaker on their Instagram show the other day. And, and they were like, okay, Michelle, uh, let's pray for the sick. And then we started praying for the sick on Instagram. And we started seeing people get healed. No. I, was in a Zoom, I was in a Zoom meeting in Ecuador <laughs> on Saturday. And we saw the Holy Spirit begin to move through the screen. It was really unreal. unreal. And then we began to pray and ask God to heal the sick. And we saw, um, we saw all kinds of pain leave and it was, it was just an incredible time. Um, but I just wanted to share one more story. This was a story that happened when I, I minister a lot to children's workers as well. And, uh, this was a story that, um, I had a word of knowledge on, on a lady, a lady that had uh, a leg pain and I just began to pray for her. And she, um, and the Lord showed me that she had one leg longer than the other, or shorter than the other, which way, I don't know. And then um, I just began to pray for this lady. And uh, the lady's leg starts growing out. And I was getting excited. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. And as soon as I said, thank you, Jesus, she goes, no. 
And then I'm going, oh. <laughs> and so I go, who do you need to forgive? And I just felt this under in my heart that there was something that needed to be forgiven. And the leg literally starts going the other way. It starts shrinking back. And so I'm like, uh-uh. And so we begin to pray. And I found out this lady had been abused as a six-year-old girl. And now she's in her 70s as a kids worker who's lost her family, lost her husband, lost everything because she couldn't let go of the pain that she had been holding physically and spiritually. And as she began to renounce that hatred, that anger, she began to see the miracle and the Lord healed her and she was able to stand up healed. But I see so many different healings that happen that, that are just like, you can't even explain them. Uh, and there's so many kids who are having to learn how to operate in discernment and how to operate in, in the spiritual world. And you begin to see that God has a plan and so does the devil. And you yep. begin to see the kids learning how to discern and walk in the supernatural as they um, experience this. Michelle, I, I, yes. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but we're um, we're going to run out of time here soon. Okay. And what I really want you to do is, um, I, I I want you to address the parents and the kids ministers who are watching to this um, interview right now, because this is really great that you have been doing all of this in um, in South America, Central America, and all. But the truth is that you and I, part of our role is to train other leaders to do what we do. Um, that's part of the apostolic call. It's a part of the fivefold ministry call. And so I need you to talk to children's ministers and parents right now and tell them what do they need to do in their sphere to activate their kids, okay, so that they can get the same miracles that you and I get. Parents, teachers, pastors, leaders of churches, of children, um, you know, I, I really believe that anyone can see signs and wonders. I believe that there's nothing special about me other than I have a crazy amount of faith because I walk and, and I talk and I try to, to be as close to like Jesus as I can. And I really believe to be able to train your children to walk in the supernatural, you have to do it too. You can't expect a, a generation to do something that you're not willing to take risks and step out and obey the Lord. He's calling you to do it too if you want to see your kids operate in the supernatural you have to operate in the supernatural if you want them to be whole and understand their identity you have to understand your identity if you're holding on to hate if you're holding on to pain if you're holding on to abuse you're going to pass that on to your kids and your kids aren't going to be able to be free because you aren't completely free i do kids trainings all the time and I do leadership trainings all the time and every leadership training that I've done I have somebody manifest I have somebody uh, begin to need inner healing real quick and it's not surprising to me that sometimes I do trainings and they need salvation I've actually been training kids workers and somebody gets saved which is really an eye-opener to me yeah but you know, I'm gonna say something you know all of us need a place to know Jesus we need to have that intimacy with Jesus. We need to know him. We need to hear his voice and operate in the supernatural. If we want kids to walk like Jesus walked, we have to do it. And how do we do it? By reading our Bible, spending time with Jesus every morning or every evening, and begin to learn the promises, learn the word of God. And then it's very easy. You have an encounter with the Holy Spirit and you bring your kids into that. 
a lot of times at home, we'll be speaking in tongues as a family, and I'll say, okay, well, what'd you see? What'd you hear? And my kids know what they have to do. My husband knows what we're going to do. And we all begin to write down what we're seeing, what we're hearing. And then if it's a word for somebody else, we give that word to the person. But it all is modeled by mom and dad or by the leadership of the church. It's all modeled by the teachers. Yeah. And if we want kids to walk in the supernatural, we need to show them by doing it alongside them. We can't just say, do this, do that, because we're not showing them anything. And I tell people all the time, you can borrow my testimonies uh, a few times, but then you need to go find your own testimonies because God wants to use you. Yes. He has called each one of us with a purpose. And the Bible talks about how we will walk in greater things. Jesus said that. We will walk in greater things than he did. What did Jesus do? He healed the sick. He had he prayed for the lepers and they were clean. He, he prayed for the demon possessed and they were free. If we want to see a generation of children know their identity, we need to know our identity. We need to understand the, the theology of the Bible doctrine. We need to understand what we're going to say. And then we need to have that Holy Spirit encounter. And then we got to practice. Okay. I, I hate to interrupt you, but I'm no, looking at the clock here. So you're fine. You're fine. here's what I know, Michelle, um, just so that the people understand that everything that you're doing in South America uh, and Central America, it's all in Spanish. If they were to, if, if there's Latinos, if there's Spanish speaking people right now who are listening to us, I'm going to put links to your ministry below in the description box. So, okay. uh, directly so that they can get in touch with you and they can say i heard you on uh, on becky fisher's show or whatever yeah but what about the english speakers um we can help them in america yeah it's not exactly the same because you operate uh at, at a much different level because of where you're at and the type of ministry street ministry and all yeah whereas they have to but we can help with the training part of it um yeah. and and but um where where can they where can they go to get in touch with you um, in order to also get in part? And, and are you looking for people to be a part of King's Castle in various places around the world? Yeah. Yeah. And we're working on all, a whole bunch of different languages. But like you know, it takes a lot of work. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, we're in but like yeah, 14 yeah. different languages right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so anyway a closing closing comments to these people before yeah. we go okay yeah and so um we're here in argentina and most of the the countries that work with castle are in spanish we do have um uh a, we have a facebook page where you can get more information or you can contact us directly uh we are in different parts of the world but but uh we're growing we're growing uh, um, and i just i really believe that if I was going to give you one word of advice, it'd be to practice. Practice what you preach. There you go. That's so incredible. Michelle, I am so inspired about everything. The stories, just your enthusiasm is contagious. And I just know that there's going to be people who are just going to get fired up, whether they ever approach you or not. Just know that there's uh, going to be lots of people that are going to be watching this. And I thank you for spending time with us. And um, God bless you guys richly. And, and we're just we're just believing God that other people, other languages are going to catch the same vision that you and I have of equipping a generation of Amen. boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. Amen. 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 Okay. Amen. Thank you so much. Wow. 
That certainly should have whetted your appetite to get started in a ministry like this today. So let me tell you about my own online school of supernatural children's ministry. This school encompasses classes on kids ministry basics, such as how to lead kids into the presence of God, how to create services that capture their attention for the supernatural and how leave them hungering for more. We share many classes on how to activate kids to hear God's voice, operate in the gifts of the spirit, deliverance, and how to teach them the value value of prayer and the importance of praying in the spirit. Finally, we have an entire set of teachings just for you parents to show you how to train your own children in the home, how to be powerhouses for Jesus. It's set up so you can purchase just a few classes at a time, depending on your finances, or buy the entire course at a big discount. So visit our website today to learn more about it and how you can become a certified SSCM graduate. To see a video version of this podcast, go to youtube.com slash kidsinministry. To take advantage of any offers mentioned, please email us at kidsinministry at yahoo.com and mention the number and the name of this podcast.